Update at noon with Sakina Kamwendo, midday to 1 p.m. And uh, just taking a quick look at what's happening in the in the United States, of course, uh, they went to the polls um, the, a few days ago, and uh, now uh, those votes are still being counted. And uh, the latest there, uh, coming from the state of Michigan, is that uh, protests are spread across uh, that particular state, and it would seem uh, that, that might might just gain momentum. And uh, anxiety seems to be gripping uh, some people in the United States of America because of this very tight race uh, between uh, the two candidates, um, Donald Trump, who's, of course, the incumbent. And uh, then you have Joe Biden coming in on the uh, Democratic uh, uh, ticket. So those are the current pictures that we are looking at there. And uh, many people, you know, really worried about what could happen. Uh, But uh, it would seem as though it is still under control, still waiting for some of those key states uh, to come in and uh, register their final votes. So uh, we'll keep uh, monitoring that situation for you and we'll let you know if there are any further developments. And um, just taking a look there, I believe Sherwin Bryce Pease, our report uh, did actually just uh, also just send us an update there. Uh, Democratic presidential nominee Joe Biden. Uh, we understand about six electoral college de- uh, delegates shy of winning the United States presidency after he, of course, was projected winner of both key Midwestern states of Wisconsin and Michigan. And uh, with the number of uh, 270 delegates required to win the White House, uh, Biden could seal his victory with a win in Nevada, where he holds holds a slight lead over the incumbent uh, President Donald Trump, whose campaign uh, is seeking to challenge the voting process in several states, citing, uh, amongst others, a mail-in ballot fraud. Uh, Without any evidence, of course, being presented in this regard, uh, the prospect increases of uh, Trump becoming a one-term president. Let's listen to show and rise, peace. Joe Biden's crucial victories in the Midwest has put him at 264 electoral college votes after local media also projected that he would win the state of Arizona, which hasn't voted for a Democrat since 1996. After a long night of counting, it's clear that we're winning enough states to reach 270 electoral votes needed to win the presidency. I'm not here to declare that we've won, but I am here to report When the count is finished, we believe we will be the winners. Prompting the Trump campaign to dispatch the president's personal lawyer, Rudy Giuliani, to the critical state of Pennsylvania, where the incumbent's lead continues to shrink as mail-in ballot votes are processed as per state law. The Republican leader's campaign is also seeking the courts to intervene in the state of Michigan while they're expected to lodge a call for a recount in the state of Wisconsin, where Biden appears to have prevailed by about 20,000 votes. While all of you thought there was some kind of legitimate count going on here in Philadelphia, it was totally illegitimate. So we went back to court and we went before a Democrat judge. No need to tell you what the result in Philadelphia is if you're before a Democrat judge obviously a political hack, who doesn't know the meaning of the word observe. Observe means to be able to look. Not a single Republican has been able to look at any one of these mail ballots. They could be from Mars as far as we're concerned.
Biden, for his part, has called for all ballots to be counted and addressed his supporters late Wednesday, just as the series of lawsuits from the Trump campaign emerged. With all the votes counted, we have won Wisconsin by 20,000 votes, virtually the same margin that President Trump won that state four years ago. In Michigan, we lead by over 35,000 votes and it's growing a substantially bigger margin than President Trump won Michigan in 2016. Michigan will complete its vote soon, maybe as early as today. And I feel very good about Pennsylvania. Now, every vote must be counted. No one's going to take our democracy away from us. Not now, not ever. America's come too far. America's fought too many battles. America's endured too much to ever let that happen. We, the people, will not be silenced. We, the people, will not be bullied. We, the people, will not surrender. While mail-in ballots are outstanding in several states, Biden also has a slight edge of around 8,000 votes in Nevada, which, if sustained, could put him over the top. Trump continues to hold an advantage in Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania and Alaska, states that were he to win them all, would still not put him over 270 electoral college delegates required to retain the White House. I'm Shervin Bryce-Pears in New York. And uh, for further analysis on the latest developments in the U.S. elections, uh, we are joined now by Dr. Michelle Small, who is a lecturer in the Department of International Relations at the University of uh, the Witwatersrand. Uh, Dr. Small, thanks so much for your time. Welcome to Update at Noon. Greetings, Akina. Dr. Small, firstly, you've got, um, you know, Joe Biden confident of victory. And on the other hand, uh, you have uh, the incumbent, President Donald Trump, claiming uh, electoral fraud. So uh, just your observation and assessment of what's going on at the moment. Yes, well, this is uh, really extraordinary what is uh, unfolding before us, not only in how tight and divisive this electoral campaign has been, but as we edge closer to this result and outcome, how extraordinary this premature declaration of victory by Trump is, and as more college, uh, electoral college results go in, the extraordinary unfounded claims of electoral fraud by Trump that are being made. Um, and I just think this sets us up for really a battleground um, election between these two candidates, where it really is dangerously on the knife edge as we see Trump supporters protesting outside the voting counting center. And it's interesting because it, it, it's such a closely uh, fought uh, battle. And you do see, uh, depending on uh, which media outlets you're looking, um, you know, uh, y- you look at the New York Times and what they're saying, the Associated Press. And um, I'm looking here now at uh, a live update here from the Associated Press. And they have Joe Biden at uh, 264 uh, electoral college votes and uh, Donald Trump at 214. At this stage, uh, your reading of all of this, Professor? Well, uh, like you, uh, I'm hoping that the the view continues to grow. Um, But it's just one of those things we have to sit and wait. And I think that's the important part, uh, that Trump prematurely declaring himself as the winner sows division, sows chaos, 
exposed doubt, which you know pre-existed before, but in this tight election is very dangerous. Um, and Biden, you know, has tried to calm that down by saying that these are the results as they come in, but we have to wait for the end result, and that's definitely what everybody has to do. You have to wait for the end result because, as we've seen in many instances in Africa, where you have someone declaring themselves as the winner ahead of the result being announced, it creates all sorts of fault lines for disorder, chaos, protest, and hopefully not, hopefully not violence. So the Trump campaign, they are now challenging the vote counts in uh, some of the key swing states of uh, Wisconsin, Georgia, Michigan, um, Pennsylvania as well. What do you make of this, Dr. Small, of all these legal proceedings uh, that the Trump campaign is threatening at the moment? Well, I think the key thing um, that this does test is the strength of institutions. Uh, Donald Trump is a strong man. He is an autocrat, um, and he is trying to use, abuse his office uh, to sway power in this election. And so this really is a test for American electoral institutions, um, the separation of power, Um, And hopefully that is the result that that we will see coming out of this, that the institutions are stronger than the man. Um, We've seen cases in Africa, in Malawi, in Kenya, where um, the judiciary stepped in um, to deliberate on an electoral outcome. Um, And what we don't want to see going forward is the use of courts in declaring someone a winner or loser. Um, And so hopefully what we'll see here is the strength of the separation of powers, the strength of the courts, um, and hopefully the rest of those votes will be counted. Um, One of our uh, listeners was asking the other day uh, about international observers and uh, whether this particular election, uh, U.S. elections 2020, uh, would be declared free and fair. Because we used to being asked, those particular questions. What's your take on that, Dr. Small? Yes, I come back to this this use of extraordinary. I mean, America's democracy and electoral system is really being tested here. And hopefully it will be a turning point and produce change. Um, The way that democracy has been observed around the rest of the world is through the use of electoral observers. Um, And, you know, where it isn't happening is in the United States. Why? Because this is one of the oldest, most mature, you know, established democracies. Um, But really, when you look at the design of the electoral system in the U.S., it is something that needs to be revised. The electoral college system is unrepresentative, it's dated, it's undemocratic, and any election observer, international election observer, if they were there, would say that, that that is one of the fault lines that needs to be addressed going forward. Um, you know, in, in, in cases in Africa, we have um, very strong continental bodies. I'm talking here about the Electoral Institute for Sustainable Democracy in Africa, ISA, who observe elections all across the continent. Um, And, you know, there they go through a checklist of criteria of what makes a free and fair election. Um, And those would be things we spoke about earlier, the separation of powers between a sitting president and the courts or the sitting president and the police. Um, Or there would be things about um, making sure 
that you do not declare yourself the winner before the election results are out, before the outcome has been announced. Um, But also more broadly, I mean, uh, President Trump has called into question things like um, fact and science news. Uh, And, you know, when you start to sow division around that and um, you start to even engage in voter suppression, um, that really then comes back to these things of how do you declare a free and fair election? And I think if any international observer was doing that, there would be some doubts on the credibility of some of the things that we are seeing based on Donald Trump's behavior. So the question now is um, just painting various scenarios. Firstly, for the incumbent, if Donald Trump loses, uh, where does this leave him? And also considering that, of course, this um, election has showed that this is a vastly, um, you know, divided society in the United States at the moment because Donald Trump still does have a lot of support in the United States. And also for um, uh, Joe Biden, uh, should he be the new president-elect, the the task at hand for him, Dr. Small? I'm glad you mentioned that, Sakina. There, there is a definite base that isn't going away here. And so there, I think there are a number of levels where there will be some soul-searching. And one is around the race question. You know, preceding this election, Black Lives Matter really brought to the forefront um, of issues not only around voter suppression, but also police brutality. Um, and those issues aren't going away. Similarly, you know, um, the, the, the protests that rock Portland, Oregon, um, Oakland, what we've also seen around that is the creation of these militias, these non-state actors and vigilante groups, such as the Proud Boys, the Bugaloo Boys, Virginia Knights, um, all of whom have declared their support for Trump. Um, so, you know, there are broader issues within society, this base that you have spoken about, um, that need to be addressed. Biden cannot ignore that. And unfortunately, these are tied up to long-standing issues around um, gun and gun violence and the right to bear arms. Um, and then, you know, there are other levels, such as, you know, redesigning the electoral system, um, the status-based system of the Electoral College and Senate. Um, so there's a lot of work to be done, regardless of, of who wins here, um, whether it's Trump or whether it's Biden, the system is not working. Um, and there will be, in the short, medium and long term, work that needs to be done. Professor Small, thanks so much for your time this afternoon. Um, a lecturer at the Department of International Relations at the University of um, Witwatersrand, uh, speaking to us there about the U.S. elections and the latest uh, coming through from there. And um, also just uh, trying to scour the wires, you know, uh, far and wide as best one can. And uh, looking at uh, where it is right now, it seems it's still, they're still calling it uh, most um, agents at uh, 264 uh, Electoral College uh, votes for Joe Biden and Donald Trump at 2014. And uh, we're looking at some of the states that are still coming through, still counting. Uh, 2% of votes still left to count, about 100,000 votes in um, the state of Georgia. Uh, Trump leading there uh, by 
22,567 votes. Uh, so that one is still um, in play. It's still up in the air. And then uh, North Carolina, uh, they have 6% votes left to count, uh, 348,000 votes. Um, and uh, there it looks like uh, Trump uh, is, uh, well, it's still in the air because Trump is ahead by uh, 76,701. And uh, they still have 348 votes to count, um, 48,000. Uh, Pennsylvania, 11% votes left to count, uh, 784,000. And uh, Trump in the lead there as well uh, by 164,418 votes. Nevada, uh, they still have a quarter, the 25% of the vote to count, uh, 398,000 votes in total. Uh, Joe Biden uh, had a very slim lead there of 7,647 votes. And then Alaska, they've counted 50%. Um, they still have 50 to go. And that's another 191,000 votes. Uh, Trump in the lead uh, with uh, 54,610 votes. So that's where it's sitting currently. And uh, we'll continue to monitor this for you.